the Western consensus about Ukraine's counteroffensive seems to be that it's too early to say whether it's succeeding. So what are the Ukrainians trying to achieve? And how long will it take to see the limits of how far they've got? The main effort we've seen so far is a broad front attack across this space, about 150 kilometers wide. The aim is to breach minefields, advance and draw out Russian artillery into action so it can be found and destroyed. Now, this incident last week was perhaps the Ukrainians' most spectacular success so far in that tactic, seeing the rapid destruction of five modern Russian self-propelled guns. They've knocked out dozens during the past few weeks too. Artillery is so important in this war that if it can be thinned, parts of the Russian defence may well be opened up. First, minefields have to be breached, the Ukrainians taking significant casualties and in places, for example, where the Western-trained 37th Marine Brigade has been engaged, not getting very far. There have been a few kilometres gained in other sites, but they're still nearly 15 or 20 kilometers short of the main Russian defensive belt. For their part, the Russians have launched local counterattacks, but their more effective tactic has involved using ground attack aircraft and helicopters to blunt the Ukrainian attacks. We've seen quite a few images like these in recent weeks of Ukrainian columns being hit. The Russians have the advantage of flying over their own troops when they launch these attacks, so the risks of losing the aircraft are less. What's more, Russia's shifted its long-range missile and drone attacks around Ukrainian towns in recent days, from Kiev to Odessa, Krihirig and Kharkiv. If Ukraine has to defend so many places against these strikes, it keeps their limited number of anti-aircraft missiles and guns rooted to those places rather than allowing them to redeploy to cover the advances in the south and east from Russian air attack. Another tactic the Russians have used is to mount their own pushes. Here in the Donbass earlier this week, for example, that's costly for Russia too, of course, exposing them to the kind of bombardments the Ukrainians have had down south. But the Russians' hope would seem to be to draw Ukrainian troops east away from their main axis of advance. So how long can this go on? Ukraine creeps along on that southern front and in the Donbass to the north and south of Bakhmut. It's keeping its strategic reserve centrally placed so it can reinforce success in either of those directions. We believe that elements of just half of the Ukrainian 12 brigades kept in reserve for this counteroffensive have been committed so far, all in the south. Until the bulk of them have and have taken significant losses, it'll be hard to say that Ukraine's attempts to retake big parts of their country this summer are over. But that said, at the rate the two sides are going at it, a decision point would seem to be weeks rather than months away. 
Each army will be hoping to destroy the other's artillery and most modern armour ahead of the other and to weaken the line and attain a breakthrough. The Ukrainians still believe that's quite possible, but they'll need a change of fortunes to do it.